and make our faith confession. And let's say it out loud once again, for the Lord is good. And his mercy endures forever. Whom the Lord has redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Well, let's look to one another and say that's you and I. And you may be seated. Glory to God. Welcome, 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 welcome. Tonight, we'll continue week two in dealing with the subject of uh, faith in his name. And so uh, I want to kind of pick up where I left off at during this week of my weekly class in putting more emphasis about our salvation. But before I do that, let's go to first John chapter five and put verse four. Let's look at Let's be reminded of our things scripture for the year. And then we'll jump right into the lesson because this whole year we put in great emphasis upon what faith. Right. It's not that you don't have faith. I just want to I'm putting great emphasis upon it to show you how important faith is and why you need to stay connected to faith uh, or living by faith. There's a reason that we keep saying is by faith. Because if you don't if you don't and, and what faith is, faith is a belief in something or someone. So our faith is where it's in God. Okay, our faith is in the finished works of Christ. So when we say we have this by faith, it is because Jesus finished it. But we as the receiver, the only way that the receiver as a receiver receive a receiver does that it receives. See, and so in order for us to receive, we have to speak. Is that right? In order for that current through that light switch or whatnot, for it to receive, it has to be wired up, right? There's a current have to go through it, so you flip the switch. And so what is it? It's receiving the current to give light. Well, that's you and I. We have to receive the word and then speak it. Okay, so 1 John 5, 4 says, For whatever, whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world, and this is the victory that overcome the world. It is our faith. See, the faith of Christ, okay, that, that we have. Now, let's, let's <clears throat> put this up in Galatians 2.20, uh, Desmond. Galatians 2.20, this is another one of our foundation scriptures that we've been using because this verse of scripture goes to show you that it's not our faith, it's his faith. Amen. So, therefore, if I'm not, if I'm not receiving you know, in the order that I should, it is because I'm not, notice this, I'm not releasing or I'm not receiving from the finished works of Christ. Are you following what I'm saying? And that makes a difference. Notice this, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth where? In me. And the life which I now live in the flesh I live by the faith of the Son of God. See that? We live by what? The faith of the Son of God. So we're not living by our faith. We're living by the faith of the Son of God. Notice this, number one, who loved me. That means who loved me, he loved me. He didn't require anything of me. That love 
was that God made a decision to love me and give me the opportunity to choose him when you hear the gospel. If you don't hear the gospel, you can't choose. Right? You got to hear the gospel. The gospel have to be preached in order to make a what? A consecrated decision. So he said, who loved me? And look what he did. He gave himself for me. He didn't hold a gun to my head. He didn't wait till I was born and say, now look, you're going to serve me. I died for you. Why? No. He gave me freedom. Can you see that? And notice this. So he said, when we make a decision, so let's go to our, our Romans chapter 10. And look here at verse 5. We talked a little bit about righteousness, and we're going to talk more about it. But notice this. In Romans chapter 10, this is the other foundation scripture here that we're using. It says, <clears throat> talks about the Christ is the end of the law. We'll give him a moment to catch up. It start depending on, you know, when I got to wait, that means that's slow. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Technology is slow. Now, you know that's slow. Because I'm slow, all right? <laughs> you know, some of y'all that used to playing with that, y'all be... Come on, come on, come on. What's the, right? <laughs> Look at verse 5, Romans chapter 10. It says, Moses described the righteousness which is of the law, that the man that does those things shall live by them. And that's why it's so important that no one can live by the law. You know, no one. No one can live by the law. Is that right? Because notice it, why? It wasn't that the law is imperfect. The law is not imperfect, but we are. The law is not flexible. The law doesn't give. The law is pure and it's perfect. And if you don't, if you come up, if you come walking, button yourself up to the law thinking that you can walk in it, it's going to... You're going to truly be proven. You're going to truly have a fall. Hmm? Why? Because the law is flawless. You and I are full of flaws. Now, God didn't, it, it's not that grace gave us a way to say, well, man, I thank God for grace because now I'm not perfect. But you got to understand. The reason why we live by grace, because Jesus is the end of the law. Look at verse 6. But the righteousness which is of faith. Well, let's see. Go back to verse 4 or verse 3. I'm sorry. For they being ignorant of God's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted to what? Themselves where? Unto the righteousness of God. See, they're submitting themselves to their own righteousness, meaning I can boast about what I do, how I do this. Well, I do this. You know, I pray every day. And I read my Bible. You follow what I'm saying? What am I doing? I'm trying to establish my own righteousness. Can you see that? And 
my right look just because i read my bible every day because i pray every day or because i give my tithes and all, that don't make me righteous are y'all following what i'm saying see notice this for they being ignorant of god's righteousness and going about to establish their own righteousness have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of god watch the verse for Christ is the end of the law. Why? Because he's the only one that could fulfill the law, the perfection of what the law offered. So Jesus, the law was perfect and Jesus was perfect. But yet he was a man. He was like the first Adam. So what he did, he offered himself in our place to take up on the law so that we will not be in debt to that law anymore. Are you following what I'm saying? So we being free from the law does not give us an excuse to live in sin. No. The grace is, is to show you that it is God's goodness or God's empowerment on our behalf to do what we couldn't do. What was that? Offer himself, become a man, and offer himself up on the cross. Can you see it? And redeemed us, became our sin substitute, and redeemed us from the curse that everything that the law represents. Well, my friends are here. I can start the class now. <laughs> That's all right. Good to see you guys. Are y'all following what I'm saying? So our righteousness is not based on any merits of what I do or what I don't do. It's important that you understand that. Because if your faith is going to work, it's going to work because of your act of obedience to what Jesus already done. My obedience not according to what I done. My obedience is complete when I do when I walk in his footprints. That means I'm Walking in what he's already made provision for. Hmm? That's important. That's simple, but I'm telling you, that's what brings the breakthrough. That's what brings the breakthrough. Are y'all following what I'm saying here? Now watch this. <clears throat> so for he said, for Christ is the end of the law. What's that, young man? For righteousness to everyone, notice this, everyone that what? Believe it. Now you're getting ready to see what your type of righteousness is. That righteousness now is based upon not what you do, but how you believe. Or, should I say, what you believe. Is that right? That's what this righteousness is about. Is what, when we say believe it, meaning this. Do you believe, as Jesus said to J.R., uh, only believe in me as I'm able to do this? And this is what your righteousness is dependent upon. You're, you're believing that what the Lord, how you young ladies doing? All right. You're believing only what the, what the Lord Jesus has already done. And this is what J.R. is. When, Je when Jesus told, when they told Jared, 
Your daughter is now dead. Don't trouble the father. Don't trouble the master. Let's look at that just for a moment. We'll come right back to this. Because I want you to see how your righteousness will affect you when you believe in him. Not in your works. Not in this, if I do this. No, 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 no. When someone talks to you in that way, you better get them moving. Because that's false humility. That's false teaching. Okay? Watch this. What did I tell y'all to go? Or oh, oh, I didn't? Oh. Uh, <laughs> Luke 849 in the classic Amplified. I'm sorry, Des. I thought you was in the spirit, man, so I, that's why I called it. Now, <laughs> I just get. <laughs> go ahead, on. See. <laughs> Luke 849 in the, in the, put it in the classic uh, Des, classic Amplified version because I want you to see this <clears throat> Jesus just got through finished dealing with the woman with the issue of blood and and notice this uh, go back to verse 48 no that's Luke 6 48 go back to Luke 8 48 it just jumped on you huh okay all right well let's go let's old school Y'all brought y'all Bible, right? Let, wait. Okay, Luke 840. Okay, now put it in the classic Amplified version. And notice this. <clears throat> I want you to see this because when you see it in this light, this is what our faith is supposed to be all the time. And this would be how our righteousness works on our behalf. Okay? You got the classic amplifier? Okay. <clears throat> Let me read it to you. We know what the King James says. Okay, there we go. It said, while he was still, still speaking, that means to the woman with the issue of blood, about her being made whole. Her faith made her whole. Is that right? Okay, Rockstar just walked in. <laughs> See that walk? You got to be cool to have that kind of walk. <laughs> Look at this. It said, while he was still speaking, a man from the house of the directors of the synagogue came and said to Jairus, your daughter is dead. Now remember, he came to get Jesus. Okay? And watch this. It says, your daughter is dead. And what did, what did, the, what did the, the director say? Do not weary and what? Trouble the teacher. Look at this. Can, can, can you see? That means he can't help you. This is beyond any human help. Are y'all listening? Watch this. Don't bother the teacher any further. Next verse. Here we go. But Jesus. Everybody say, but Jesus. 
That's what you got to look at. That's where your right to, that's where your faith is at. He's the one that proved it. He's the one that walked it out. Okay? Now, everybody's not going to have this type of belief, but I'm trying to say to you, you're going to need this. Okay? We're living in some troubled times. And the time, these times are going to get worse. But they don't have to affect you and I. I mean, just as God provided safety for the children of Israel when they were exited before they left Egypt, I mean, look, God will do no better. He will do no less. That should be your comfort. And not to just badly get you to skate by. No, 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 no. You're going to walk out of here, you know, like tall cotton. Are you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Watch this. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him. Notice who answered. Who did the answer? Jesus. I mean, yeah, Jesus did the answer, right? Look what he Notice this. He wouldn't even let J.R. answer. Why wouldn't he let J.R. answer? He was in faith. Why wouldn't he let him answer? The reason why he wouldn't let him answer to keep him in faith. Because, think about it. Somebody come tell you your daughter dead. You fall apart like a two like a like a two dollar suitcase. Or ten miles of tow up road. Or you make the standings and you and you begin to okay. Okay. And you listen on the inside. The Holy Ghost will tell you what to do. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? Watch this. Do not be seized with alarm or struck with fear. This is Jesus speaking, right? But simply do what? Believe where? In me as what? Did he say anything about you doing it? That's where we fall off at. Well, I did this. I did that. It's not based on what you do or you don't do. It's based upon what he told you. And this is what he told him. What if J.R. would say, Lord, that's, that's my daughter. He said, she did. If he would have spoken in that manner, Jesus could raise her up. Because his unbelief grabbed hold. How many of y'all see that? I'm telling you. And he said, and she shall be made what? Well. Or whole. Right? Let's keep going for a moment. Next verse. Uh, Desmond. And when he came to the house, he permitted, look at this. 
Here's something that you got to you have to understand when you are in a crisis or you're facing something severe, you can't have everybody around you. And you can't tell everybody what's going on in your in your kitchen. Oh, y'all understand what I'm saying? That's old. That's old term. I'm staying focused. Can y'all see that? <laughs> so when he came to the house, he permitted what? No one to enter with him except who? Peter, John, and Jane, and the girl's father and mother. Why? Because all the people you have around you, they're not all in faith. Look, next verse, Casey. I mean, uh, Desmond. <laughs> and all were weeping far and bewailing her. But she said, but he said, what? Do not what? Weep. For she is not dead, but sleeping. And they laughed him to scorn. That's enough to take you out of faith. That's enough to cause a great distraction. Hmm? Bobby can tell you. His, uh, his, his sister-in-law boyfriend a week ago. Just like this, we teach him. He died twice. Bobby told me. And I said, well, let's take authority over it right now. Remember that? He got up. That's right. He, one week ago, the last week, he died. And he was on the ventilator. And now he's off. I never touched him. What I'm trying to say to you, that different anointing by the Holy Ghost of how you to respond. But you got to be hearing what he said. Okay? And I mean, look. And I told Bob, I say, well, he died. He did. I told him that. I said, so we're we, we going we gonna to take authority over this right now. Now you say, well, how do you know that? It's not on me. See what he said? Go back to verse, what is that, 49? Go back to verse 49. You see, Bobby got experience in this. Why? Because something like this happened to Bobby before. I'm jogging. I'm trying to get my run. I'm trying to get my exercise in. <laughs> but Pastor, they, they passed me out there. I said, hold up, Bob. That's for you, brother. I don't care what they say. 
within a week. Yep. Right? Sure Bobby got that job. Look at that. Bobby smiling like a chess cat now. Then you ain't going to get that job from Bobby. It was his. God, God gave it to him. But sometimes the enemy will use a distraction to do what? To get you to get in fear. I'm glad he called me. Why? Because if he would have spoke contrary, he'd have lost it. And he wouldn't have lost it because it was given to that person. He'd have lost it because his belief. Can y'all see that? Our faith has to be in alignment of his finished work. Our obedience has to be in alignment with his obedience unto righteousness. Not mine's. See what he said here? Next verse, uh, verse 50. Believe in me as able to do this. I'm telling you, if you could keep the one, two, three, four, five, six, that's what that is, six words, one, two, three, four, five, seven. You keep them seven words in that bracket. Whenever you're facing something, your belief is in what he did. Your belief is in him. You keep your faith in him. You don't let no one talk you out. You don't let no one belittle you. And you don't let a crisis uh, throw you and say, well, if God love you, this and No, 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 no. We don't know everything. We don't know everything. But I'm not going to let no one talk me out of my faith in him. Now, I didn't pray for some things and it didn't happen. It went total, it went total just... Told the opposite. Hmm? There's nothing never wrong with God. We're the ones that got a short circuit somewhere. And we have to do what? We have to search to find out where we have fallen short. See, the most easy thing in the world to do is what? It's to blame somebody. Right? No. No. And especially, you know, we can't be responsible. I mean, I just had a, I had a, I had a baby brother that just, well, three weeks now, that died. My mom went to be with the Lord three, four months before that. How you handle that? But you see, that was, that was, I let my whole family, from my dad on down to my baby brother, that's with the Lord right now, I laid, I, I was the first one in my household got saved. Ain't that, isn't that amazing? Sometimes we get caught up about the death. It ain't about the death. Did they make it on the other side? That's the most important thing. Did they make it on the other side? Did I do my part to see to it that they made it on the other side? 
You understand what I'm saying? Did my younger brother put some laws in place? Yeah, he did. One of his laws was if mama, if mama died, then I'm going to. He put that in motion. How many understand what I'm saying here? Your words have power. Hmm? So words can either what? Take you through, take you over, or hold you under. You have to make that decision. I don't care what took him out. All I care is that he in heaven. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah. So you see what he said? In me, believe in me as what? I'm able to do this. Our faith is really not in him. Our faith is in what we do. Lord, I, I, go to, I go to Bible study every Wednesday. Lord, I try to listen to the pastor as much as I can on the podcast. We start listening all what we do. And that's good. But your faith is not hinged on what you do. Your faith is hinged on what he has done. I'm telling you, it makes all the difference. Because it, if it's based on what you do, then you put yourself back under performance. If I'd have just did this. And let me tell you something. You don't know what guilt is. Until you lose someone, you don't really lose them. Until they're not here no more, you put yourself under such a guilt trip. I knew I was supposed to go see him. I knew I was supposed to go do this. And before you know it, you're going to have a nervous breakdown. Our stress is going to start working on your internal organ to do what? To kill you. You cannot be responsible because someone left early. And you cannot put yourself, I tell myself, that's why I'm telling you all that. You cannot put yourself in a place that you make yourself to blame. Mm -mm. No. No. We all make choices. Right? We want to make the right choice. So while we are alive and we are here, what do we do? We learn from our mistake. We learn from others. Sometimes it's costly. Sometimes it's deadly. But guess what? You can learn from it. Say, that, that's not going to be me. Thank you, Lord. I learned something. Are y'all getting this? Because death going to come to us all. We all going to die. If Jesus tarried another 40 years, I'm, you know, I'm going to die. I think I, I believe I got another 40 years. Amen. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be on no crutches. I'm going to be in my right mind. Oh, you understand what I'm saying? 
Still exercising. I'ma still be running, Bobby, but I'ma be I might be like this here. But I'll be going faster than Sister Pearlie. <laughs> Amen. All right. Y'all ever seen the, they had the men that were like a hundred years old? Y'all ever seen that? Uh, that they have those little races? Deep, them guys can run. Some of them can run. And some of them have run these marathons. Let me tell you something. Huh? I desire to do a marathon because I never did one. I've done the half marathon. I desire to do that. But you got to get your mind set. Your mind got to be set. And it take a lot of work. But I believe I can do it. That might be one of my goals. Maybe a couple of years from now. All right, let me finish this. Y'all see that? So you see what he says? In me, believe in me as what? I'm able to do this. Why? Because we can't. There's nothing about our Christian walk that we can't. Okay? All right, now go back to verse 52, and then we'll move on. So notice this. So in verse 51, he did what? He put them all out, right? Now watch this. It says, and all were weeping and bewailing her. And he said, do not weep, for she's not dead, but sleep it. Keep going. Now remember when he said, gee, they, or they laughed in the scorn? Knowing full well that she was dead? Just, this is just simply plain. When you, find, when you find yourself in a crisis or whatnot, we all need someone that we could talk to. Okay? But don't put everybody in your business. Everybody not in faith with you. I don't need people just be saying, well, I'll be praying. How, how they going to pray? They don't, they, not, they, we, they don't know to pray. We, we're not in agreement. You don't even know what I believe. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to get you all to see because this is how a lot of time we lose. I don't need 20,000 people on Facebook talking about they praying for me. And then, and then, no, no. I don't need that to help me die. I can do that by myself. Are y'all following what I'm saying? But you do need someone that you can talk to. Someone you can lean on. Yes, sir. Believe what you believe, but they don't want you to believe what you believe. 
Absolutely. Well, that's because that's tradition. Then people, look, the things that we're talking about here, it's not faith in ourselves, but this is the reason why some people would rather not go here. Because you see, it, it's like it's taking something out of your hand. And, and especially we as men, if we can't control it, if we can't, if we, it's just like I'm lost. No, it's nothing they can do. But they haven't been taught. Until you are taught, then you can act knowing. But if you're not taught, yeah. It's the same as, I think I gave y'all this illustration that were four uh, pastors, uh, men of God, they were like on a little retreat. And <clears throat> only one could go out in deep water swimming to swim. And the others, either they could or they wasn't good enough, but they knew that this guy was a lifeguard. Passed a friend with him. And they're looking at him. Wondering, well, why? You're not going out there. You see him struggling. You see him drowning out there in the water. They're getting upset. Hmm? Because they see him struggling. And when he saw him stop struggling, then he went out there and got him. What am I trying to say to you? If he went out there while he was struggling, see, lack of knowledge, they both would have drowned. Or either he had to knock him out and then still pull him. But they both, that's a strength that you have when you're afraid. Because you're grabbing and trying to pull and hold on to anything you can and he will hold, they will be holding each other down. And so when he brought him to shore, then he began to explain to him. Any lifeguard, they'll tell you that. Anybody ever had an experience as a lifeguard? They'll tell you that. You're, you're not trying to catch them while they, especially when you're out there. That kind of, you have to wait till they stop fighting. And then he pulled them ashore and he lived. Okay. My point is, it's not about the water. My point is, it's about knowledge. When you have knowledge of something, and I'm not saying it has to always be that way. Okay. Because most people that's out there in the deep, it's not that they're, they're struggling to swim. They can swim. That's a different when a person is swimming. But when a person is struggling to try to stay up on the water, no, they no. I saw something the other day, a, a, a thing the other day, that where a person, they were swimming, but that water was kept trying to take them back out. Every time they come in, you know how when you're out there in deep swimming, and the water kept the current of it, it takes you back out? Well, this guy saw. So he went running out there and picked her up and, and brought her back in. It wasn't that she was fighting. She was just trying to Stay on that, but that current sometime, man, okay? My point here is, is that 
Knowledge is the key. It's not more faith you need. It's knowledge. It's understanding. Okay? And let me close with this. And look what Jesus said to the little girl. He took her by the hand and he called her saying, Child, arise from the sleep of death. And he didn't even pray a prayer. He didn't even pray our father. Hmm? He didn't say, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Mm. Boy, my Baptist days, I used to be at the wine. <laughs> y'all woke up on that. I'm done. I'm going to stop. I'm going to leave y'all alone right now. And notice this. And immediately, and her spirit did what? Returned from death. And she what? Arose immediately, and he directed that she should what? Be given something to eat. We didn't get everything I wanted to give you tonight, but I wanted to show you that your, our righteousness is walking in his righteousness. It's not what I do. It's what we believe. Okay? Yeah. Now, remember, when it comes to an individual, you can't go against their will. Amen. Always remember that. Your faith don't work against another person's will. Okay? But your faith can work on stuff. It can work on things. It can work on, you know, just, you know, yourself. But it can't work on another person's will that don't want to see what you see. Amen? Yeah, some people that get, uh, uh, they're injured or get in the hospital or whatnot, they get a glimpse of heaven. Like my sister-in-law, my wife's, uh, sister, that 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 was a totally different case. Me and that me me and that young lady, we didn't talk. We did not talk until she got sick. I was the Uber driver. <laughs> I was the Uber driver, and and that's how we got to know each other, cause there was nobody else there. And my wife told her the day that one day they came out there, she said, this enough of this. You're going to sit in this front seat and you're going to let Ty lead you to the Lord. I said, well, why you didn't lead her to the Lord? <laughs> when she sat there, she received everything like a little child. Just like you, you put all that, you know, you put the, the kind of food before a child that they don't like to eat and they eat it all. She ate it all up from that moment forward. That lady got so close to my heart. This is a miracle. I can talk about it without crying right now. She got that close to my heart. But she got led to the Lord. She received Jesus Christ. And I, I saw her out of her body rejoicing and she told me make sure I tell her daughter 
the first time I ever expre- expressed that to anybody besides my wife, because she knew. All I'm saying to you, look, God is real, and he'll let you see some things if you come in the right attitude. Did y'all receive anything tonight? Well, I guess we're done right here. Well, it's time to give.